This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotatonetwork.com. Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television. I need all the image, I need all the sound. I know the info right into my mind. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. I'm Elizabeth Lynch. Are you ready to talk about Christopher Dunch? Yeah, I am. Do you know this is a true story? I did. Um, and it's actually a podcast. Um, oh, it's on... a true story based on a podcast? <laughs> yeah. Did you know it was a podcast first? Wow. Yeah. Everybody's there... got a podcast these days. <laughs> so there is a podcast about this. And I had considered when we were going to do this, I was like, all right, should I try and like binge this podcast real quick so that I can have some background on the story? Because mm. I really didn't know this story at all then i just decided not to <laughs> it, it, be, it became like i didn't have enough time to really binge it and get into it i don't think i had heard of dr death before this he, yeah me neither. i just like missed it in pop culture but it was like a big thing a big story what did, what year was this do you remember what it said 2017 was like the culmination of everything. So I think it started a little bit before that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, I guess this, these are spoilers. If you like care about what happened to the real life Christopher Dunch and like what will probably happen if you didn't already make some assumptions. Yeah. But he was accused of injuring 33 out of 38 patients he did surgery on. <gasps> like what an insane rate. It's insane that you could be a surgeon and get to even, like, your third patient at that point. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. So, for, for anyone that has absolutely no clue what we're talking about... Yeah. Sorry. This let's, is a, let's back up. <laughs> this is a show on Peacock, NBC streaming service called Dr. Death. It's based on a real-life neurosurgeon who basically maimed every one of his patients almost. I mean, just like absolutely butchered every procedure and... And killed some people. Killed two people. And and it's not like, you know, he was doing like back surgery. Mm -hmm. So like maiming someone in back surgery is like you're fucking them up for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, it's... I, I'm not... I didn't read too much into like the true life tale, but in this first episode, it's a question like... Is this guy a sociopath who's doing this on purpose? Is he just completely inept and like has somehow slipped through the cracks of the yeah. system? Like no one really knows. Um, and they, they go into that pretty quickly. Um, right. It's not like a big secret. You like find out right away that this guy's fucking up pretty bad. All right, well, go, you go ahead. Go into like the, the summary. I just feel like I have so many thoughts. We haven't really gotten into yeah, so the episode yet. It starts off with voiceover testimonials of these patients that he's maimed. Yeah. As, are we seeing him like getting booked or something? Or, Maybe. Uh, I think it's like zooming in on his face, like as he's in like prison garb. Maybe it's like when he finally went to trial or something. Cause he looks much older. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. he's been in prison for a little while that must have been at this it. point. Yeah. Cause then they flash back five years earlier to 2012. So it took right. place over the course of five years. 
Um, and we meet Madeline Bear, who is, you know, signing in to the doctor's office. She's getting prepped for back surgery with Christopher Dunch. And three days later, they like jump around a couple times, like mm-hmm. back and forth between days. We see her getting revision surgery done by Alec Baldwin's character. Mm-hmm. And... So he talks to the circulating nurse about the original procedure and he's kind of like not trying to throw Dunch under the bus completely, mm-hmm. but kind of being honest, like, oh, it didn't exactly go. Yeah. Great. Uh, and then he finds out from Christian Slater's character, a lot of big names in this show. Quite a cast. All uh, star cast. We should say Joshua Jackson plays Christopher Dunch. Mm-hmm. Or Pacey, as some of you might know him from Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Not I. Uh, <laughs> uh, he finds out from Christian Slater's character that Dunch like has a track record of mishaps, so mm-hmm. he he already knows that he's fucked up surgeries in the past, including like some catastrophic incidents, including uh, cutting like some major nerve and turning someone into a quadriplegic. And so Alec Baldwin says. He just did that same surgery two days ago and cut the same nerve. And Christian Slater's character is like flabbergasted, like no fucking way. Like you have to be kidding me. Yeah. And so they find out that he has two surgeries the first thing next week. So like we need to do something now. This guy's going to like screw up more people's lives. Right. And this is the point where I believe I asked, what is all the red tape? Why can't he just be fired on the spot? Like, if you have, <laughs> I mean, that is a major surgery. Like, you're you're working on you're cutting somebody open, and like you have complete control over them basically at this point. Sure. So it's like, if you have any doubt in your mind that one of the surgeons in your hospital is going to do something wrong, you can't say we you need to go on probation. Like, we stop all the surgeries, but, like, it doesn't work that way, I guess. I mean, I certainly don't think that these two are necessarily, like, his direct supervisors. So they might not be in a position of power to say, like, you're not doing this surgery. So they probably have to go through the proper channels. And to do that, they need to prove that it's been his fault. Because throughout the show, Dunch, like, blames it on everybody else. Right. Every time he comes out of a surgery, he's like... This nurse was fucking up. This anesthesiologist did something wrong and gave this person the wrong anesthesia. This person did something. But 33 out of 38 surgeries, sure. he has somebody to blame every single time. Yeah, yeah. They didn't say that number in the show, so I don't know where we're at in that right, right. timeline. It's just seen, it, it was just like mind-boggling to me that like for, I don't know, name like any other job where it's like, you know what, we're just going to sit you out here. <laughs> and like, yeah. but a surgeon who's cutting people open, <laughs> you don't have to. I don't All right. Keep going. Keep going. So then we get a flashback to another surgery or he's meeting with uh, a client, Mrs. Keller, after he left Baylor, which is where I think Christian Slater's character knew him from, where he's mm-hmm. messed up pretty bad. And so the husband is asking like, yeah, you know. We were reading about this situation in Baylor, how this woman died. And that's when he blames it on the anesthesiologist. Right. Says it was an allergic reaction. You know, everybody makes mistakes. And she's like, but you don't make mistakes, right? He goes, I don't yeah. make mistakes. And so he's... And she's mad at her husband for bringing that up, too. She's like, 
be yeah. quiet. Like, yeah. he doesn't want to disrespect him, you know? And so he's prepping for surgery. He's very, very rude to the nurse. And the surgery goes super long. Like, I think they said it was like four hours longer than it was supposed to be or something. Yeah. And it's a it's something like, it's just like a spinal, like, fusion. Yeah. That's typically like, I don't know, an hour or two procedure. Like, very simple. Yeah. And so the hospital administrator asks, you know, finds out from the circulating nurse that it went long and then asks him about it. And he's like, it went exactly how long it was supposed to. Um, And he's like, I don't have complications. Like, so he's just supremely confident, but in a totally unlikable way. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't see how anyone could like him. And when they're showing him, he is like fucking hacking. Like, look, I'm not a surgeon, so I don't know how it's supposed to go. (laughs) But typically when you see like surgeries going on, it's like precise, like very delicate, whatever. And he's just like hacking and like throwing the bloody instruments like on the tray. (laughs) Yeah. Like who is this guy? Yeah. Which was basically like the circulating nurse had that kind of like attitude about him the whole time. Like what the fuck is up with this guy? Yeah. You know? Uh, There's another tense surgery with that same nurse. And like, he's trying to draw the other nurses attention to this. And like, Mm -hmm. they all kind of know like something's wrong. Right. Something's not going right with this guy with, with these surgeries. And then we see him outside of a female doctor's house and he keeps checking his phone and like looking through his contacts to this one doctor, like Kim something. Mm hmm. He like hovers over her name a couple times and then eventually like he scrolls up and like calls his dad instead. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to that night where his dad shows up out of the blue. Not out of the blue. He called him. Uh, right. But he acts like he showed up out of the <laughs> yeah. blue. But, but it's apparently like the middle of the night. He like flew in from Colorado or something. Yeah. Uh, but they end up arguing, you know, that his dad is very religious. And so he's like warning him about pride and ego and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. And Christopher's just like drinking straight vodka. Yeah. Uh, has a drinking problem, as we see. Uh, and then he shows up at this doctor's house, Kim, and she sees him and immediately like rushes out and starts screaming at him. Like she, she has a restraining order against him. And he says something like, listen, I, you know, I need you back at the practice. And she's like stunned. And she's like, you're still practicing surgery. Yeah. And then, you know, something else comes up and he blames it on somebody else, mm-hmm. you know? And so, uh, the other two doctors, Baldwin and Slater, are talking to one of Dunch's former supervisors. I, I don't remember. Maybe this was even like pre-Baylor. I don't know where, where this guy was. Uh, voiced by Kelsey Grammer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he says Dunch's work was satisfactory. His, his worth ethic was honestly second to none. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, is this the same guy? Could you fax us a photo? Right. At this point, they think like, is someone impersonating a surgeon? Like yeah. there, there's no explanation for this. There's no reasonable explanation. And so they fax him a photo and he calls him up later. He's like, yeah, that's Christopher Dunch. That's the guy I know. And as we see all this, we see Dunch prepping for the Bayer operation. Uh, instead of seeing how Burke is doing as the woman who he operated on the day before, mm-hmm. who is like unresponsive. Right. She, he fucks something up and now she's like not even responding. She's, she's not even coming out of it. So I think I think that's where it ends, right? Because now I'm getting into like my my notes. So he's he's doing the surgery, and it, it's confirmed that this is actually Christopher Dunge. The, the right, old, right, old right. supervisor's yes. like, "Yep, that's him. That's him." Uh, and that's where the first episode ends. 
What did you think? I was pretty intrigued. I thought the writing was a little heavy-handed at times. Like, for example? Uh, Just, like, laying out exposition and, like, making us... (laughs) <laughs> like there's a time where someone questions him and he like goes through his resume and like which colleges he went to and like mm-hmm. all this stuff. I thought that was a little bit much. And then when he's in that room with the husband and wife and she's just like heaping praise on him and he's like really laying out there like I don't make mistakes. Yeah. It, yeah, it yeah. felt like a, just a little bit over overdone okay. to me. But yeah, I mean all of his like overconfidence and like the tense surgery scenes. I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued to know, like, what is the real story? Like, is he just, I mean, is it just he's depressed and has, you know, alcoholic tendencies and whatever else? Or is it something deeper? Yeah. Or I don't know. I don't know. So, I, well, I liked it. I liked the show and I liked the cast. And I especially liked Christian Slater, and I was very impressed at how well he has aged. It's been a long time mm. since I've seen him in something, <laughs> and I just, you know, look, Alec Baldwin is, you know, an, an attractive man, but I feel like Christian Slater looks like he did. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's um, good. Well, he's a dozen years younger than Alec Baldwin. Yeah, but still, I feel like Alec Baldwin a dozen years ago looked this like this. <laughs> no. Like, yeah. No, I think he you looks older. You think he's like puffier? And he just looks older. I mean, he, a dozen years ago was like 30 Rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, looks, okay. Yeah, he does look older than 30 Rock. He was rock. like 50 and 30 Rock. He's 63 now. But he I looks think significantly older. Even on 30 Rock, I thought like they also dyed his hair on 30 Rock. Sure. You know, like. I thought even then, I'm like, eh, you know, he's not like the, whatever, that's fair. He was older. But my point being, Christian Slater looks really good. That's sure. really all I'm saying. I don't need sure. to put down Alec Baldwin to say that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, so I, I think I'm going to keep watching it because I, I really did like it and I'm super intrigued now. Now I'm going to wait to listen to the podcast I think like now mm. I feel like I just want to watch the show yeah um so I was talking to my friend Angela today because she was talking about this show and oh. I was like oh we're gonna do it and so she's like I think they have only a couple episodes left to finish like they're almost done with it and I was like oh do you want to like we're gonna record tonight like do you want to be like a guest on the podcast and she was like I because she said she has like three different like theories as to what is actually going on. Oh, okay. But she was like, I feel like she's like, I don't know if I could like talk about only the pilot, <laughs> like after having watched it and like having yeah, yeah. these like thoughts. So yeah, she's, I think it would be too hard to like hold it back. But she also like works in a hospital too. And I was like, I just don't understand. Like how could they get like past this? And she wanted to like, kind of like stop like saying stuff because you know, they're, 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 she revealed some things that it's like, I feel like we'll learn as it goes, like as to why they can't really stop this guy. That's what I was going to say. I'm intrigued about how the rest of this is going to play out. Yeah. Because clearly it's not going to be super cut and dry or else there wouldn't be a show about it. So yeah. like, how does he manipulate the situation? How do they end up getting him in the end? I'm, I'm intrigued about that. Yeah. 
so I feel like some of that, like she like started to reveal and she's like, I, I can't say, like, I don't want to say anything else or I'm going to like ruin it. Yeah. Um, plus she still has like a little bit more to go, but she does work in a hospital and she said like, there is something about surgeons and they're kind, <laughs> they really are kind of untouchable. Like yeah, yeah. even in the state of Pennsylvania where she works, it's like, I say that just because they're in Texas or whatever, but like, yeah. there is something like, you know, there is like an ego to that. I mean, they're not, they're not all sociopaths killing people, but <laughs> there is something where like you, I guess maybe they kind of like do have this like. God complex. Uh, yeah. And like that, that a, a nurse isn't going to step up to them or right, tell them right. what, what to do. I mean, I think that really is what, what is the main issue here is that no one in those operating rooms feels like they can say this is not right. What you're doing is wrong because they're the nurse right, or right. assistant or whatever it is. And they can't like tell them that. Yeah. Like there's a hierarchy. Yeah. I, but everyone in that room is watching him and they're like, he's killing this person. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but I mean, to me, like that's understandable. Like sometimes you just can't question you know, someone who's your superior in certain situations. Mm -hmm. But like, how does he get hired at a new hospital with this right. track record? I'm sure it's all been documented. Like, is he just really lying and throwing other, pe other people under the bus for each of these situations? Like, yeah, is none of it on his record for whatever reason? Yeah, I'm just curious, like how all that stuff is like tracked and recorded. And like, are they like allowed some sort of like immunity or privacy in their, you know what I mean? Like on their records or something like no, not well, having to disclose be? stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I I'm just saying like, I, I wonder what it is. Yeah. No, I don't think you can not let people see your record if you're getting hired. <laughs> if I you're a surgeon, say, you, yeah. you need to know, you know, what your past surgeries were and what the results were. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people lie on resumes. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> but people also have to give references. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Listen, I've been listening to a lot of scam artist podcasts mm. lately, and okay. there's a okay. whole lot. You can have like okay. lots of different phone calls. I mean, phone numbers. People yeah. with different like accents. Listen to the first season of Chameleon, guys. Don't bother with the second season. It's tray boring. <laughs> I am really struggling to get through it, and I cannot stand the host's voice. Is it like each season is an ongoing? There's only thing? been two seasons. Yeah. Okay. So the first season was about like the Hollywood something. Something. The Hollywood sign. <laughs> the Hollywood sign is the <laughs> logo. Is it really? Yeah. Um. But it's like. But it says chameleon. But like the Hollywood sign. Whoa, a podcast based in L.A.? Yeah. Wow, I'm shocked. So it was basically like, I can't remember what they called them, but it was like some kind of like Hollywood scam artist. And it was like one person basically like impersonating all these different like Hollywood like producers and directors and stuff and like getting people to like, it was this whole, it was very interesting and definitely give it a listen. The second season, this is, um, which it's, like live now, like it's coming out weekly now, mm. is about FBI agents and like kind of their scam on the system, I think. Wow. But the guy, it's a different guy who is 
the host this time. And his delivery is so fucking irritating. Like, I cannot, <laughs> but like, I kind of want to finish it, but also I'm kind of like, oh, whatever. Like, I don't need, I'm not like dying to like binge the whole thing, you know? Yeah. But it's just like, he has this way of like, and that's what he didn't know <laughs> is when an FBI agent. Oh my gosh. Is would, actually the bad guy. I would already have turned it off. What are you to do? <laughs> and remember that voice we heard in the clip I pay, played you? Oh my gosh. All right. All right. Last week. <laughs> last week. Um, so well, she was in on it. All right. I'm going to have to edit some of this out. <laughs> but like, that's how annoying it is. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we watching? Not tonight because it's v- 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 tray late. Um, tray late. <laughs> What are we watching next time we sit down to watch TV? Are we watching Lupin? Oh my gosh. It's so hard. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. I think that and then Dr. Death. Or maybe Dr. Death because we just started it. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Here we We're go not again. watching TV again until like next week. So <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, all right, everybody. If you have suggestions on shows for us to watch, you can email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at trialbypilot. And please go on to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this. Subscribe to the show, leave a review, and tell a friend. And thank you to The Beats for providing our theme music. Thank you, Beats. Bye. Bye. What